Miller's Ground Down. I'm Stuart Hughes with your Bees Bulletin. Rotherham are now one step closer to League One, while our third-place position in the Skybet Championship has been strengthened ahead of the playoffs. Tuesday's game was originally scheduled for March the 6th, and the matchday programme cover bore the date the coronavirus managed to scupper. The evening began with a minute's applause for club legend Peter Gelson. 516 games between 1960 and 1975, and fondly remembered by countless Bees fans. The tie started openly, if quietly, but sparked into life after 26 minutes. Rotani, Janelle, spreads it across to Charlie Good. And back to uh, Janelle, who's been very lively in the early stages. Looking to drive forward himself. Nice ball curling into the path of Canos on the right-hand side. Switches in, edge of the box. He'll go for the far corner, and that's oh! the first goal, and it's Brian and Buermo, the man who got the winner at Bournemouth. He goes in there, flicks it into the corner. It is Brentford 1, Rotherham 0. Great movement, great movement for the goal. It really was lovely play out there by Canos. Good build-up play as well from Brentford and a, great, a fantastic finish. Mbumo's goal lifted the boys somewhat and the half ended dramatically. Now here's uh, Tony coming through. Tony into the penalty area and he's oh! hit the post! Oh, how unlucky. He's hit the right-hand post. Out of nothing, a chance right at the end of the first half. And Ivan Tony, well, he will be wondering what he's got to do to get to uh, this 30. Ivan was denied his landmark 30th goal again after 58 minutes. Over goes Ryan Giles. Ball sprayed into the box, and there's a header from Ivan Tony. And once again, he's denied by the keeper down to his left hand side. Tried to pick his spot. Just not happening for him, is it? No. But in all honesty, the second half was a pedestrian affair. The Millers certainly didn't look like a side fighting for their championship survival. It seemed as if they'd already resigned themselves to their fate. So with two games remaining and our playoff place assured, Thomas Frank is wondering whether the footballing gods will finally smile on us and break the curse of Wembley. I really, really hope so. (laughs) But this is football. Everything can happen. What makes me proud and satisfied, and I hope all Bees fans, is a lot of hard work, clear strategy, a culture that is only getting better and better. If you look at all the stats and the numbers, I think we deserve more both years. But this is football, and it's the small margins that decide bits in the end. But we can definitely look at ourselves and in the end of the season think, you know what, we gave everything, we did everything. And then we really hope that we are an unbelievable lucky football club. I don't want to be a good football club the last five games. I just want to be unbelievable lucky. For David Rea, the next two games are all about maintaining momentum for what comes after. Obviously, we want to win as many games as we can. Going to the players with a big form, that is massive. You know, last year we lost the last two games. We went into Swansea and we lost again. So that was the first time we lost three games in a row. So, yeah, I think it's very, very important to put a statement out there. We have two more games to go. Tough games as well. We want to put a statement in the league. And for the other three teams there in the playoffs, to say that we're here to compete and to win as many games before the playoffs. So, momentum, resting our key men, 
or a combination of the two are the key considerations ahead of Premier League-bound Watford's visit to Lionel Road on Saturday. That's your Bees Bulletin. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts from or listen through your smart speaker or on Spotify and get all the latest Brentford news first and fast by following Bees Bulletin on Facebook and Twitter.